speaking of taking action online and sharing content with people that actually want to see your content, let's go ahead and welcome in our first guest, Sarah. She is the Director of Operations over at NFI Industries, also known as Logistox on over on TikTok. Um, she's one of my favorite accounts to follow over there. I learn so much every time I, I watch her content. So let's go ahead and bring her in. Welcome in, Sarah. <laughs> Hey, I've just been uh, rage clicking back here, you know, waiting for, for my my time to be on camera. I, I've never heard that term before, but I want to I want to incorporate it into every hashtag I post from now on. Right. I mean, you think you hear that phrase and you think it means so many other things, but it's you're just watching recordings of people on your website just furiously clicking after something. So I think it's it's kind of funny to watch. Um, so folks ha- who haven't heard of it, you should 100% add it to your website. And it's a free tool, so you can't go wrong with that. Now, now, Sarah, I, I have followed your work for a while over on TikTok. And, and like I said just a, a few minutes ago, that I, I, I learned so much every time I see one of your TikToks. But, but for folks who, who may not follow you, who may not know about you, can you give us a little bit of background on who Sarah is and, and, and how you came to work in the logistics industry? Sure. Um, so, you know, I came into logistics in, in 2009. Uh, I had just graduated college. I was looking for a sales position and I ended up... Uh, you know, there wasn't there wasn't really this push for supply chain majors at that time frame, right? That's kind of been a, a relatively new interest and and you know sexy field that people are getting into that that wasn't in in two thousand nine. Um, and I applied for a job at C. H. Robinson, you know, the largest uh, freight brokerage in in North America, and I ended up working there for six years or maybe seven years. Um, and after that, I, you know, I've now been at NFI for six or seven years and, and moved into a major, you know, a, a plethora of, of different roles within the logistics field. Um, and, you know, with, with the pandemic and, and TikTok on the rise, I actually wanted uh, to continue to develop myself and, and my ability to learn in a kind of novel way. Um, and so, uh, you know, communication is incredibly important in in transportation uh, because a lot of uh, brokerage relationships, transportation relationships are really dependent on your ability to communicate, convey a message, convey that you can mm-hmm. you can execute on and deliver on a promise. And so, I had always worked on on writing skills, and something that I really wanted to hone on was. Uh, was kind of verbal communication, right? Um, especially on camera, which is is actually way scarier than just in person and stuff. I, I actually am very bad in front of a camera. You you might not think that from my logistics videos, but people have called me out for for seeming um, I don't know in a bad mood sometimes. Um, but mainly, it's just it's just you know stage fright. Um, and so you know, I created this account one because. Uh, I thought Logistics was a really perfect name for a TikTok account, um, and I really wanted to take advantage of that. Uh, two, I wanted an avenue to continue learning and then learning how to regurgitate that information and knowledge in a way that was that I wanted to see if it was interesting to other folks. And three, um, to really build legitimacy uh, through a platform that's not really taken advantage of. Um, right. I mean, I could have started posting on LinkedIn and had three views and a, a couple likes. Right. But TikTok, um, right. You 
there's not a lot of control necessarily on who sees your content um, mm-hmm. and where it goes. And so it becomes its own monster. Um, and so that has been exciting and interesting to see. And so, you know, from that building a, a group of followers, um, obviously I've built a really small, small following, small name for myself. Oh, no way. Um, <laughs> it's pretty small. It's pretty small. No, it, it it's definitely, I mean, I, you are one of the few brokers that I know of on TikTok. And I think you're the most successful broker out of any, any brokers that I know. So you're obviously, you're, you're doing a good job. Um, so, but I, I also wonder, was there any like hesitancy of getting on TikTok at first, even from like the, the, the company standpoint, because you work for NFI and they also have a TikTok account now. So I kind of almost wonder, like, there. were they scared of you getting on TikTok and, and maybe, you know, sharing a message or were they all for it? No. So, you know, again, I also, I, uh, again, this like feeling of it being more private to develop legitimacy. I'm often one of those people who don't like to, you know, a lot of people gain, um, they love to say something that they're working on. And I love to say something that I'm working on that I've started to garner success on, right? Because that's momentum. And that's, that's really drives you to actually finish a project. A lot of people like to tell about projects that they're working on that they might not even ever start. So, you know, I I wanted to build up a following. And, you know, I'm actually in our corporate building. Marketing is on the other side of this wall, basically. Um, And, you know, I had, they had had a, like a, a discussion internally about, you know, before they release their TikTok account, like, how can we, how can we create, you know, TikTok uh, for NFI, et cetera. Mm-hmm. Um, and they've done, they've built a really interesting platform there as well. Um, but I, I didn't really hide it. Um, hmm. But I also don't advertise it either. Um, unless something like really cool happened from it, like I got a new customer, but that hasn't happened yet. That's been one of my goals. But, um, I, you know, a lot of, Go ahead. Sorry. Oh, I was going to say that that's actually my next question is because a lot of people, especially when it comes to brokerage, they're they're wondering, well, what's going to be the ROI of this? And I think ROI is different for every company when they start their their content marketing journey. I mean, ultimately, you do want customers to come out of it. But but what's been sort of the ROI for you? Is it being able to share expertise? Is it sharing that education with your current customers? And maybe that develops and helps for future customers, what does the ROI look like for you? Well, I love learning from other folks. Mm-hmm. You know, I think it's really interesting the the comments that I see. I think the majority of my followers are frontline truck drivers, which I think is a really interesting, you know, I think they rely on information that I give them in terms of the market. Obviously, if I say the market's really good for truck drivers, I'm, I'm going to get a, a lot of views. If I said it was really negative, they'd be like, get out of here and go back on your yacht, you broker. You know, it's just, it's so funny. (laughs) Like there's so many mis, you know, there's so many misconceptions and there's, you know, there's always been this like uh, contentious relationship between brokers and truck drivers. And, and really they're, they're very much dependent relationships on each other. And so, you know, the, you know, I just like, I like learning what's going on in the market. Um, And I like that, that interaction. And I, I think, I think some of the the most powerful responses that I've gotten, and again, I I only added my LinkedIn profile to my account as soon as I got to ten thousand viewers. Because again, mm. you know, I wanted there to be legitimacy behind my account before I opened it up to more public accounts for myself. True. Um, 
because again, for me, it's about, you know, not just being on a platform and saying hello, but like, can I be successful at this before I broadcast this to others? Um, And so, you know, I think part of um, why I'm also so recognizable, right, is that there isn't a ton of visibility for women in logistics, transportation, Mm -hmm. brokerages. And so, you know, I've gotten a lot of messages from folks who are like, I was so surprised to see someone who looks like me or to see a woman talking about these things. Like, I've never seen that. And thank you for the work that you do. So that has always um, been been really nice to hear. Um, Although, you know, occasionally I... I, I get men in my comments who who stand up for me. I've had I've literally had like two people who who've made fun of my haircuts in comments, and I'm just like, we both know I have an amazing haircut. So <laughs> I don't I don't know who you're trying to convince of that. Right. I think it's just more of the the when you reach a certain level of success on social media, those just negative comments, like they're just going to come in, but that's got to feel so good to have your followers like back you up and do the arguing for you. Uh, I I imagine that's got to be a really good feeling, but I also really like the approach that you took that you want to build this authentically first before you start sharing it with a ton of other people. Cause I think that that's what a bigger mistake that folks make on other social media platforms where you know, say if you have a new LinkedIn post and you want, you send it to all your friends and family and you're like, go like this post, please, because it'll help the algorithm. When in reality, that's not teaching you anything. You're not really learning how to build if it's just your friends and family that are going to be liking your content. They're probably not in your target audience anyways. So I really think that that was smart to sort of build, you know, independently first and then start branching out into other social media platforms. Now, I, I imagine that your content is great for like educational purposes and, and and especially from you know that that broker lens. Do you have any advice for brokers that are wanting to get their message out, but they're not exactly sure where to start? Is TikTok the place to start or is it LinkedIn or or what what advice would you give to a broker that, that wants to start sharing their perspective and their insight? I guess it depends on what their uh their end messages, what's their goal from, from that? Is it, is it just a personal, uh, is it a personal validation thing of, I want my voice to be heard, right? Like a, a man in a podcast, who knows, right? Like, I, I don't know. I mean, I think everybody has a need or has an interest in, in wanting to be heard. And, you know, so I think if new brokers uh, are looking for a platform to use, yeah, I mean, I think TikTok is for everyone. I think that's the point of TikTok. TikTok is so niche. You really have no idea how how deep some of these rabbit holes go until you start exploring them. And some of them are obviously bad, but a lot of them are great. Um, and you find different fans in different areas. And and I think, you know, people will over time move or move away from delegitimizing TikTok as, as just this um, teenage tool for social media. And, you know, I think it will be a great way to transition for, for lots of different companies in order to advertise on behalf of what they're doing, what they believe, what they think. Um, because, you know, I don't necessarily think in my own personal opinion, I don't necessarily think LinkedIn will be able to suffice in that kind of way. It doesn't have as much traction, um, it doesn't have as uh, different kinds of audiences that you can reach accidentally. Um, so I just think the breadth of the amount of folks who are, who are on uh, TikTok just really lends to 
uh, unique experience um, that, you know, can be reimagined in, in lots of different ways. Yeah, because you you make a great point with, with TikTok. The, it's all about the content first. Whereas on other social media platforms, it's really about the creator first and and following certain people. Whereas TikTok doesn't really care. Like if, if the video is applicable to you know this demographic and this audience and their interests, they're going to show it to them. And discovery is so much easier on TikTok than it is really on any other channel, any other any other social media platform. Um, now, for for when it comes to the creators, and maybe it's in supply chain, maybe it's outside of supply chain. Are there any folks? In, in the logistics space that you follow um, on TikTok or any other social media platform that that are inspiring to you and, and maybe has affected, you know, either positively or negatively what you're going to cover? Um, I have a horrible answer, which is I don't, <laughs> I don't follow any, like barely anyone on my Logistics account because I don't want it to create an algorithm for me. I don't, I, mm. I have a private account and that's the one that I scroll through. If I'm accidentally scrolling on my Logistics account, I'm like, ah, <laughs> I move over <laughs> to my other one. <laughs> so I really, I only do it for external posting. I really don't want there to be mm. something, I don't want there to be more of a character behind it that can be looked into. Not that I'm like af- afraid of that or something. I just, it's really just there as an outlet for me, again, for uh, to develop, you know, how I communicate with others, how I learn different information, how then I can reproduce those conversations on behalf of clients, uh, you know, that are, they're happening in real time. So it, it's really just for me. Hmm. And so, I, I mean, I, I, I love that approach because then you can kind of keep a little bit of your anonymity in, and I love like YouTubers, for example, they will, you know, certain YouTubers won't even put their face on, on camera. They'll have millions of subscribers, but they won't put their face on camera. So it's, it's an interesting approach to try to keep you know, your, your social media, I guess, as targeted as possible. Um, but for, for other folks that, you know, maybe are, are wanting to get started with their journey, you know, creating content online, would you give any kind of, you know, a- advice to these folks who are maybe coming into brokerage, coming into sales and anything that they should know maybe before they get started with content or, or how they should get started with content? Um, I would just say be responsible, like with any sort of message, you know, if you're trying to come in as an authority figure or a subject matter expert, be responsible with the information that you deliver. Right. I mean, I would say I go through multiple sources before, you know, a lot of my posts aren't necessarily, some of them are just opinions and thoughts. Right. And those are really ever changing in transportation and logistics, considering the landscape over the past two years. Um, but I would say if you want to be a content creator, um, you also have to have a sense of responsibility. Um, you know, just like Spider-Man with, with great power comes great responsibility. Oh, what, what a perfect way to, to end this interview, because I think that that's uh, that everybody loves that quote. Everybody loves Spider-Man. So it's a great, great thought process in order to before you start your content journey to to recognize that you're putting your information out there for the world to see whether you like it or not. All right, Sarah, where can folks follow more of your work? Anything going on with NFI? Um, can they follow them on NF or, or TikTok? Uh, can they follow NFI on TikTok? All that good stuff. I mean, absolutely. I think NFI has two different uh, TikTok accounts, right? We've got one that's about our drivers, where our drivers are funneling the content, right? It's part of our engagement platform with with making sure that, right, we have our frontline workers uh, who are our most important asset, our people who are are really out there 
um, promoting our culture and, and life. And, and then we have a, I think there's another NFI account. I'd have to kind of confirm the, the name of it, but it's one just a, more about like uh, on the other side of it, how are the office workers doing, et cetera. But for me, I really just, I only have Logistocs and then I have my LinkedIn that's connected to it. Everything, other, every other social media account I have is, is just personal. Perfect. We will link to both of those in the show notes for your LinkedIn and TikTok as well as NFIs. Sarah, thank you so much for joining the show and and, and keep up the great work because I, I love it. I get tons of value from it. So hopefully other folks will as well. Thank you. I really appreciate you inviting me on the show and it was great to chat. I hope you enjoyed this episode of the Digital Dispatch Podcast. And if you did like it, I would love if you could rate and review the show on Apple or Spotify. It'll take you like two minutes of your time, but it helps a ton for a creator like me to be able to show that review like a badge of honor. And it also helps the show get discovered by others. If you'd like to see more of my work, head on over to digitaldispatch.io. I've got some new content collections under the resources tab for folks who are freight brokers, truckers, carriers, freight agents, and also a best of collection for how to fix your website and how to fix your marketing. It's all completely free. And again, that tab is under resources over on the digitaldispatch.io website. The website also includes some links to our social media accounts, along with my products and services, in case any of that is of interest to you. Once again, my name is Blythe Bremley, and I thank you for sharing your attention with me today. Until next time, have a magical day.